I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. And we are on the air. We have a great show for you this morning, and we have off of assignment this morning, Bruce Murray, <laughs> who will give his take on uh, some of the important matters this week. But uh, in the uh, one of the things that I want to do this morning, before we do anything, I just want to say that uh, we 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 often use the term "America is great." by Tocqueville, right? Right. And uh, I I want to say that America is 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 always been great and I always think that the country and I always will have a great gratitude for being born in this country. Same here. But uh, I have to to say that America took a, a step away from being great. And uh, and I probably get a lot of disagreement, but uh, I think that when uh, the, the verdict came down with uh, George Sharman in the George Floyd uh, murder case, mm-hmm. I think that was a, a in the aftermath uh, uh, of that. Uh, I think that uh, America took a giant leap away from greatness with that. And the, and the reaction to it. I mean, because this is a sad state of affairs, in my estimation, of what happened. Because uh, the the evidence presented at that trial, I don't know whether or not uh, <clears throat> police officers in this case got a, uh, a fair hearing or whether they got bad advice. I think they got, I think a little bit of both. I don't think they got a fair hearing. And I certainly don't think that they got good advice for not allowing Chauvin to get on the stand and testify. First of all, they got two uh, more guys that are going to be on trial. And those guys were, were trained trainees coming on to the job. They, they, they didn't know Jack about nothing. And they were doing what they were told. Now they get charged for murder. This is why you see an exodus of police officers all over the country because of things like that. And there's a lot of police officers that uh, that just say it ain't worth it. You know, the, you know, here these guys are being trained, and they get charged with murder. Yeah. For you know, but the the thing that I want to say is. That uh, Chauvin should have taken the trial. I would never allow anybody to get up there and say all of those things about me, and I don't have a defense for it. But the thing is that the 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 overwhelming evidence that came out of the 
the mayor's office, the chief of police, the safety department of Minneapolis, and the prosecutor's office mm -hmm. was that this method that uh, the officers chose to use that day was not allowed by the Minneapolis Police Department. And he acted alone, and he was a bad apple. He was a bad uh, 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 influence, and he was a rotten apple. He was the worst kind of uh, police officer because he didn't, didn't do what he was supposed to do. Uh, he didn't protect and serve. And and nobody said anything about it, uh, uh, about his behavior. But this is from the week after George Floyd. This is my monologue and my uh, and my agenda for that week. And here in my notes, and and it says that. The official um, the the first thing that caught my eye when I was doing a report, it said George Floyd death. Experts say need to neck restraint is dangerous, but Minneapolis allows it. Okay. <laughs> then I read on and on, and uh, and I, I I I got it down in my notes. It said most police departments in the U.S. don't allow neck restraints. Now, neck restraints is a procedure. That's what it is to restrict the movements of a, a detainee by putting your 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 knee on the non uh, uh, circulation portions of of the you know. Uh, where it won't cause asphyxiation. So you, you put your knee on the side of the neck and it doesn't restrict the air going to the uh, supposedly. Now, it this the official thing in here that says that that, that restraint is a non-lethal restraint that a uh, maneuver that allows the officer to control a um, uncontrolled detainee. And Minneapolis and, and I guess the state of Mi uh, Minnesota never officially banned it. But they said that that's not their policy. They didn't say that they didn't, that, uh, that, 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 that anybody had it, but I say that somebody knew that they were using it because they had 248 instances where they actually used this maneuver and had a bad result. 48 times the person that they were restraining with this maneuver was not unconscious. Now, it doesn't say anything particular about how many were black and how many were white, mm -hmm. but I'm sure that the statistics are there somewhere because you got, uh, you got a number of policemen, and not a policeman, but a number of lawyers that were involved in the, uh, in the uh, 
lawsuit that that followed this, uh, uh, you know, be it this procedure being used. So what I'm saying to you is that I, in my notes, I put down that I personally believe, is my personal opinion, that the Minneapolis Department <laughs> of Safety and the mayor's office deliberately ignored the, the use of this tactic until something happened like what George Floyd was so they could use it to push their outrageous idea of defunding the police department because they were the first people to talk about it. And that's the first thing that they did was initiate a debate on whether or not to actually defund the police and they eventually did do it mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Yeah. None of this came up in the trial. I would, if I would have been on trial, you can bet your bottom dollar that every last one of those 248 people would have been known. Their identity would have been known. And uh, and out of that, uh, uh, you know, the only thing that they come up with is that uh, that of, uh, of the complaints and stuff, uh, more black people filed complaints. And, and they said that uh, that uh, that Minneapolis was only twelve uh, percent were black, but they were they filed the most abuse charge uh, against the police department. Sure. Well, that's bias right there, mm-hmm. because uh, if you if you got two hundred and forty eight claims, why why wouldn't you put that information out there that? Uh, that there were more claims by black Americans than there were for white Americans, and they only offered out 12%. Well, you can see that obviously uh, this didn't matter in this particular instance because they were trying to protect the mayor's office and the safety department because they they this played into their hand, and the Democrats do this all the time. Nancy Pelosi held up stimulus money until she got what she wanted. Then she then she goes out and signs the thing while while Trump was in office, and she couldn't get it get it passed. But she wasn't going to pass it until she got what she wanted. Well, let's go back to civil rights. Civil rights. Uh, everybody say that the Democrats. Are got the credit for the civil rights bill being passed of 1964, when actually it was the Republicans that were responsible for it. They got no credit for it, but it would never have passed if the Republicans, that led by Everett Dirksen of Illinois, if he hadn't have herded the Republicans and had them vote 94% of the Senate voted for of the Republican Senate, 94% of the Republican Senate voted to pass the bill when uh, the rest of the uh, Democrats came in, that broke the filibuster. Who was being filibustered? By Byrd, Robert Byrd, Democrat, filibustering his own president's legislation. 
Yeah. But let's go back before that. In the in the 40s, in the early 50s, Lyndon Johnson, as the uh, Democrat leader of the party, blocked all of the eight years of Eisenhower. He blocked it kept it, the civil rights bill from coming up and kept it off the floor by using the filibuster, which President Biden says that that's all because the filibuster is a relic, a relic of what? Jim Crow. Jim Crow. The Jim Crow laws were all passed by Democrats. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the thing is that that the the Democrats get the credit after blocking for eight years, they blocked it. So this is nothing new for the Democrat Party. So this is what happened in Minneapolis. Yeah. These all of these incidents of of people abusing people through this particular maneuver that the Democrats say, oh that well that that uh, that wasn't something that we uh, we we approved. When they did not have anything that said that, that that they didn't approve it, and they did not allow the uh, the testimony of anybody that would prove that they did. This is why I say somebody gave them lawyers of, of Chauvin bad advice because they should have brought this information out there. Because I say that the the, the that the mayor. The, the people on the city council that wanted to pass this legislation to defund the police department, I say that they are just as guilty as Shelvin because they allowed this stuff to continue mm-hmm. until they got something big enough where it made national attention. And then now they're using it to pass national legislation. They want the, the, uh, the George Floyd uh, law passed in Congress. Yeah. Justice Reform Act. Yeah, and yeah, this criminal. is the kind of thing that they do over and over again. And when are people in this country going to wake up and find out that the Democrats use civil rights to take away your and my constitutional rights? And then let's prove it again and again. Nancy yeah. Pelosi this year it, 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 it sends out a list of things that you cannot use in Working. public. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in violation of the guess what the first amendment the to first the constitution amendment. hey phil that sounds a little bit like uh expanding on george carlin's uh, seven words you can't say on tv right exactly. is that where she got the idea yeah exactly <laughs> well you know yeah. there's there's one but, better but, person. but, but, there's but one let's person. take it a little bit further let's take it a little bit further yeah. You and me can't sell, but they can. Yeah. Proof of that, look what they did to Tim Scott just recently. They I called know. him all kind of names. They sure did. And look at what Twitter did. Twitter took 12 hours before they got around to uh, taking all these comments down. And there's one person, Phil, that you've left out of this conversation in Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yes, yes, exactly right. That's right. She, she had to leave the run for president because she defended Officer Chauvin in two cases, but these involved gunfire, and but it was still abuse, but she defended him. But she defended the 
the the uh, the, the, the the complaints that came up. That's why she got out of the race. And maybe well, she wasn't going to be the vice president anyway. But that's what she was in the in the thing for. Yeah. Uh, the fix was already in for Kamala Harris. So I mean, she wasn't going to win. But the point was, she didn't want that information out there. Mm-hmm. And Pete laid back and just uh, uh, took the bait and ate the bait that uh, that uh, you know that you know it's it's bad enough that George Floyd had to lose his life. Yeah. But, but to make it so that constitutional rights were violated. Yeah, right. And, 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 but all of America's constitutional rights are going to be violated if the Democrats keep passing this leg- legislation that they want to pass. And people well, you know, out there need to wake up and understand that yeah. what is actually going on here, this is way bigger than George Floyd mm-hmm. in, uh, in that. And maybe Klobuchar approves it. Well, there's now one other thing you're talking about, the Civil Rights Act in 64. We hear from certain circles, uh, certain of the usual suspects, that somehow this this passage of, the, of civil rights legislation, voting rights legislation in the mid-1960s led to something called a Southern strategy, whereby all these Democrats that have filibustered like Byrd and and uh, the, the Irvin and all these other people that were had, had voted against the Civil Rights Act, Voting Rights Act, suddenly miraculously uh, saw the light and became Republicans. Yeah. Well, there's well the fact of the matter is there's only one Democrat senator from the South and only one Democrat congressman from the South that actually switched parties in the in the wake of that. And the I don't know who the I don't I don't understand I don't know who the who the uh, the congressman was, but that senator was one named Strom Thurmond. Right, but uh, so the southern strategy is, is, is a bunch of nonsense. The uh, the way the demographics were shifting was that the southern t- cities and, and municipalities and and, and uh, uh, urban areas, the states, the southern states were becoming more more conservative, more Republican because they saw what the Democrats where they were headed with their their. Uh, their their uh, anti uh, uh, their their uh, hatred of the, mil- of the military, raising taxes, all this other stuff was really just filled by counter to so many of the great traditions that this country has had. So many of the great traditions and great uh, uh, great institutions we've had. They saw what was going on back then, and that's that. And that's they. What's happening, Phil, is that this is now is is just snowballing now with the with this uh, one party rule that we have now in the wake of the 2020 presidential election. Yeah, and uh, it's it's going to get worse. I mean, because you know, uh, people out there are uh, are just being uh, just reeled in like a fish with the with the with the media. The media uh, has uh, has has taken over. Oh, yeah. Uh, the whole thing here, and you know, I always thought that uh, that the media was a tool, a pawn of the uh, a Democrat Party. Well, it looks like the the Democrat Party is a pawn of the me- media, because I mean, if if you get good press, you can go a long way in politics in this country, and that is people that that's that just shows the ignorance of the voter, yeah. the incurably ignorance of the voters. Well, you know, uh, we're seeing. We see again the same old uh, 
to me, tired, time-worn, uh, but still effective uh, fallback position to everything is based on race in this country. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we have critical race theory, which is being taught again in, uh, in the federal government, and now it's seeping down not in the 1619 project, for example, not only is that being taught in the colleges and universities, but it's going down to the grade schools. And yes. this is dangerous. This is dangerous because it distorts history almost to the point of, uh, of making it irrelevant. That uh, This is like uh, the, what the, uh, the Ministry of Truth in 1984. Yes. They, they were, the, ministry, the Ministry of Truth was actually based on the purpose, rather, was to whitewash everything by telling lies. Yeah. Now, who we were fighting, uh, one day we're fighting, we're, we're at peace with them the next day, and we're fighting the, per the, the country that we were at peace with the day before. Um, you know, everything. Well, I mean, it's, 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 even, it's, even it's, down to things like, like the chocolate ration has yeah. been increased uh, from, but to two and a half grams when actually it was decreased to one and a half grams. And everybody's cheering, you know. You can yeah. see if you, saw the, if you saw the film version with John Hurt and Richard Burton, uh, all these people, they've got these dour looks on their faces and that. And then when all of a sudden the telescreen screen comes on and there's an announcement from Big Brother that this has happened, everybody starts cheering like a bunch of Pavlo Pavlov's dogs. Yeah, That's what it is. They are conditioned, they, a conditioned response. And, and and that's the way it goes with the, the stimulus package. That's how come they keep putting them out there and, yeah. and adding everything under the sun into the stimulus package and nothing Nothing. I know. It's, it's, you know. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. Broadband is infrastructure. And, and know, there's my, not, uh, my, 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 my dog pooping in the yard is infrastructure because yeah. I got I got to plant grass seed to take it. But hey, we got Ed on the phone. Um, uh, you want to yeah. take him before the break? Yeah, go or ahead. Put him through. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Ed. Ed. Uh, we'll hold you over if you run if you run long. Go ahead. Topic. I wanted to uh, tell Bruce I'm having a special guest on my show next Saturday. <laughs> Um, and it's him. So, Bruce, you going to show up? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, terrific. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I, I may, I, I'll be on assignment, but I should be able to break away long enough to get with you. Oh, really? I thought you were off assignment for a while. Well, we'll talk later uh, then. Okay, great. I'll let you know. I'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks. Good, All good right. show, guys. Bye. Is that, is that anything else you want to add to that? Or? <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm enjoying your show. See you. <laughs> Well, okay. Thanks a lot, Ed. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, the, the, I appreciate uh, that. Well, the whole thing is is is, is uh, smoke and mirrors. Yeah, uh, that's what the you know the Democrats. That's all they do. I mean, right now, all of the money being spent is nothing but smoke and mirrors. You know, we don't. Uh, I mean, this is unheard of. Be spending this type of money, but the but the the, the whole thing of it is. Is that that once they get something like George Floyd, they exploit it. And it, you've heard of the the re reference to Rahm Emanuel: "Never let a good crisis go to waste." Right. Yeah, you know, and that's what they do. They do not allow a good crisis to go to waste. We have got to uh, to to understand that we are up against a foreign power here. You notice that the Democrats are always siding up and cozying up. To uh, to the to to uh, Russia, they cozy up to China. They cozy up to Cuba. These yeah, are the yeah. Democrats doing yeah. this. North Korea. 
And now going look back, at look back to the Korean War for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Now look what they're doing with the border. Here yeah. they are. They are the end destination to 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 a uh, child smugglers, to child uh, to narcotic smugglers, to human smugglers. Yeah. They are the end. The the payoff is being paid by the U.S. government. The, the taxpayers. Every yeah. Taxpayers, Phil. Well, that's about, who the that's, that's who the taxpayers are. I mean, the, the U.S. government is the taxpayer, and our money is going to finance smuggling operations, narcotics yep. operations. Okay, we are heard by music here. We're going to go to break. Stay tuned, folks, because there's a lot more. We'll see you after the break. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored, identifying Democrat lunatics and rejecting their lunacy. The dictionary defines lunatics as people who are crazy, demented, deranged, or insane. If one's actions, deeds, and words are opposite the protocols of normal people, then they are lunatics. Normal people know there are only two human genders, male and female. Normal people know that abortion kill babies. Normal people know climate changes are natural developments. Normal people know guns and inanimate objects are activated and controlled by people. Normal people know communism, fascism, and socialism are abominations. Normal people know Dr. King was correct when he said People should be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. However, the Democrat Party refused to take ownership of their history of racism, Jim Crowism, slavery, segregation, and atrocities against black Americans. Democrat lunatics, masters of language and words, are powerful weapons that interject fear to manipulate human behavior. Democrat lunatic psychoneurotic lust for power is a disease, and this truism is deep-rooted within the China Joe Biden regime. Democrat lunatics' talking points of reimagined realities detest God, liberty, the Constitution, national unity, and border sovereignty. When Democrat lunatics use agenda-driven lunacy such as critical race theory, systemic racism, cancel culture, inclusion, transgenderism, and diversity, I reject them completely because lunatics cannot speak for me. And normal people should not care what Democrat lunatics say, because they are crazy. 
However, go along, get along, reach across the aisle, Republican Party sycophants, instead of rejecting Democrat lunacies, cowardly craft and draft, legislative compromises to appease them. Good intention, well-meaning legal Americans, sequestered in their comfort zone of silence, believe that by being silent and not speaking against Democrat lunatics, they will be safe. But they are wrong. Martin Niemöller, a German nationalist who became disenchanted with Hitler's tyranny and the Lutheran Church complicity of silence, regarded the imprisonment, persecution, and murder of millions of people, accurately articulated the negative consequences of silent consent in his iconographic oration. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one to speak for me. America, land of the free, home of the brave, cannot survive if we the people fail to identify Democrat lunatics and reject their lunacy. Because when they come to eradicate us, there will be nobody there to speak for us. I am milt, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. And thanks again to Milt and uh, for another great, uh, just right on topic commentary. So uh, what I'm going to do before I uh, go to my co-host, uh, we're going to, I want to make one quick reference to the Trump uh Trump administration and how effective they were with the border and stuff like that. We're going to get to that. But I want to put another thing where it is related to never let a good crisis go to waste. It says here, tucked inside the Biden administration, 1.9 trillion coronavirus, coronavirus stimulus package is a provision to restore millions in government funding to Planned Parenthood. In spite of the fact that we have the Hyde Amendment, and I, you know, I got to find out what happened to that. But anyway, I'm going to go on. The uh, 1.9 trillion stimulus package Democrats say aims to reboot the economy provides a $50 million boost to the Title X family planning program, which under the Biden administration will supply abortion providers, such as Planned Parenthood, with government funds. The Trump administration had amended Title X to make abortion providers ineligible for the funds, which are intended for health services and family planning. But the change is in the process of being reversed, restoring a giant revenue stream for Planned Parenthood. This is the kind of thing that people out there seem to not understand about the Democrats. They will do anything and everything to keep their uh, 
power in Washington, and now they're going to take hard-earned tax money, which is uh, technically not allowed for any abortion services. And I don't know how they got what they got, but I know Planned Parenthood gets a lot of money from the government. Yeah. What do you... What's your information on that, Bruce? Don't you have some information on, well, I on checked, the Hyde uh, Amendment? Well, the Hyde Amendment is is supposed to be uh, it's supposed to prohibit uh, you know government funding to uh, to so-called family planning services. Okay, um, this Abortion is not like the, yeah, right. Well, you, you know the euphemisms, right? I mean, you know? family planning instead of a uh, 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 Planned well, Parenthood, it ought yeah. to be planned genocide. Well, that's exactly what it is. I, I mean, it's uh, you're still you're still upwards of uh, of a million uh, surgical abortions every year. We we just touched on these uh, chemical abortion aspect last week, uh, which dwarfs the surgical abortion uh, uh, figures. I mean, by something like fourteen million chemical abortions a year are being done. This is in addition to the nearly a million uh, million two abortions that take place. Uh, in the uh, in the uh, on the abortionist table, you know, and, and, uh, and again, again, yeah. this is planned genocide. Of course, and it if, is. And if if the the uh, the black yeah. caucus and people like that yeah. in the black community, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, if these guys weren't planned right. genociders and and weren't on the payroll of Planned Parenthood. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they might see the fact that if the numbers of dead people were uh, as much as Planned Parenthood is caused, then I uh, uh, say the police, you know, they, they say that the police are killing more black people than white people. Then how come we allow uh, uh, abortion to take place in the numbers of yeah, black where? people that are being slaughtered in these i know it, and, and 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 biden in the state of the union uh one of the things one of the big lies he, he told about this country is how it's controlled by white supremacists do you, i don't know a white supremacist do you uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, the, the head of planned parenthood honestly well yeah okay no, i mean personally <laughs> but the thing is the thing is and and that's right that's right if if white white supremacy does exist because you you yourself said it, Phil, and you put me onto that uh, that uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, ben Tillman. Ben yeah. Tillman. That speech he gave way back when in uh, on, is it, was it in the Senate or the House, where he said that sure. the Democratic Party is the party of white supremacy. Sure. They don't right. want you to know this stuff, okay, folks. They don't want you to check back in your history. This is why you need to have you, why history is so important. It's That's not right. there. For, it's not. As somebody said, that history is not there for you to enjoy. It's not. It's not there for you to uh, to like or dislike. It's there for you to learn from. Yes, exactly. Because, because you know, history is the is a past experience of man, good or bad. Okay, you have to take the good with the bad, just like everything else. That's one of the reasons why I wrote the book. It's because we have uh, the book that I wrote, then uh, the Negro Project, is, be is because. I wanted to send a message, first and foremost, above all, besides the fact that the, the life is the most impressed, most important, unalienable right that we have. If you exactly. don't have your life, you don't have anything else. Forget about infrastructure. Forget about uh, 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 the, the, the national debt. 
forget about uh, defense, forget about, forget about uh, you know, everything else. If you don't have your life, you've got nothing else. That's why I say life is, the life issue is not a single issue. It is the only issue. The only uh, issue. We have, I uh, see we have David on the phone from, from Ann Arbor before we uh, get too close to the uh, end of the broadcast. Yeah, go ahead, David. How are you doing this morning? Yes, good morning. It's uh, nice to be on with you, gentlemen. Good morning. I, I'm, I'm calling because I think that, that what I'm observing, uh, I, I characterize as evangelical myopia. Are you familiar with the term myopia? Yeah. 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 Uh, single vision. It's, it's near, it's yeah. near single vision. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean it, I mean it to it also uh, metaphorically to, to the old adage that if you, if you, if you point to the moon uh, for, to beckon to a dog, the dog will only look at your finger. It doesn't, uh-huh. can't connect those dots. Yeah. So all the things that you guys are, are discussing here, I believe applies to more than just the Democrats. And I'll give you a perfect example, and it'll connect with everything that you've said so far. Okay. What, is, what is beautiful, clean coal? Donald Trump, as he was leaving Montana, said, that he saw an entire train load of beautiful, clean coal. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what clean coal is? Clean coal is basically is a, is a type of coal that has very low sulfur content. So it does not, uh, so burning it does not release uh, excess carbon. Emissions. Right. So yeah. entire, that, that's basically what, what clean coal that is. is my, coal. That is a myopic answer, sir. Clean How's coal it myopic? Refers, I mean, it's, it's, clean coal yeah. actually refers to the coal plant itself, how it okay. takes the carbon, captures it, and pumps it into the ground. How many clean okay. coal plants are there in the, in the country? There's one. I don't, have that, I don't have that information right at my yeah, fingertips, but I'm sure we could, we could probably uh, look it up. Things, now, here's, here's where I'll get to the point. I thank you for bearing with me. Sure. Um, it's One of tough. the first things that Donald Trump's EPA did was lighten up the restrictions on coal ash. You recall Good. that. So coal ash was allowed to be dumped, literally, into places where there were valleys that fed into water drainage, fed into streams, and then fed into the local uh, drinking mm-hmm. supplies. Coal ash contains mercury, cadmium, lead, arsenic, chromium, selenium, aluminum, antimony, I could go on, you're getting the idea. These toxicants cause cancer, nervous system impacts like cognitive defects, developmental delays, behavioral problems, heart damage, lung disease, respiratory distress, reproductive problems, gastrointestinal illness, and birth defects. What does reproductive problems mean, gentlemen? Miscarriages. So if you knowingly take an action that results in women who want to go to term, these are not women seeking abortions. These are women who want to go to term with their babies. You take an action that you know is going to actually cause miscarriages. Oh, but it isn't personal. We don't really know who's going to miscarry, but we know that the numbers will rise. Isn't that okay? Isn't that right. Well, we we know what the purpose of the abortion center is, so we have no doubt about it, and we we don't know. And the only thing we don't know is because of the Privacy Act, 
people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. <laughs> so thanks a lot for your call. Hey, listen, give me a call back, uh, uh, and we'll go a little bit, give you a little bit more time. But uh, today, I, I got to get to the phone. Thanks a lot for your call. But call me back, because we need to go around and around on a few things. Okay, okay let's go to... Derek just line. informed me that there's 241 uh, clean coal power plants in the country. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> Joe. Joe, yeah, next? Good morning, Joe. Morning, Joe. Yeah. Good morning, Joe. Morning, guys. So, hey, somebody else trying to change the subject, John. You're not me. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. Since everybody always teases me and yells at me for changing subjects. <laughs> but no, back to the subject of <laughs> abortion. And the money is fungible at Planned Parenthood. That's why they claim to do so many other services. They attribute the money to those things. But we all know that the money is there to support abortions. There's no way around it. Only a complete idiot. <laughs> can't grasp that, and most of the people do grasp it. They just go along with the lie. It's like mammograms. No Planned Parenthood has a mammogram machine. They refer that out, but yet on their books, there's all kinds of money about mammograms. So it's yes. fungible. Yeah, but Oh, the movie Unplanned, you were talking about chemical abortions. You know, and again, it's just the endless parade of lies. The chemical abortions, they tell women, you take the pill, it's no big deal. It's just like having your period. Well, the movie yeah. Unplanned puts that lie to death. And the left are trying to legalize what, you know, uh, basically uh, euthanasia after the birth, leaving the baby to die. They're trying to legalize infanticide, what Gosnell is in prison for. The other yeah. movie to see is the Gosnell movie. It's not right. gory. And it unplanned and Gosnell are not gory movies. And now there's the new Roe v. Wade with John Void out. You need mm-hmm. to, people need to see those three movies. Yes, yes, if they think they're educated, they're in for a whole new level of education watching those three movies. But one well, thing, Joe, we, we yeah. really do appreciate that. Yeah, I know I've, I've got to check that out myself. Yeah. Okay, well, great. Thanks again, well, my friend. Have a great brothers. weekend. Take and, care. Uh, God bless. Okay, you too. All right. Um, I thought the uh, uh, Edwards Notebook time. Yeah. Uh, thanks yep. a lot, uh, Dave. Um, we're going to go to the Edwards Notebook, and we'll be right back. My fellow Americans, please lend me your ears and undivided attention because I have a question for you. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, did you know that among the many legions of leftist white Americans, it is now considered to be racist if you call the police if they witness a black person committing a crime? Hmm? Many have vowed to avoid calling the police if the perpetrators are black. The racism of low expectations has reached such terrible lows that leftist progressive whites fully expect blacks to be nothing but low intellectual thugs who cannot help themselves. The progressives also foolishly fear that the police are just gunning black men down at the mere sight of them. Yet those same foolish, virtue-signaling leftist whites ignore the fact that dumbed-down blacks commit over 98% of all murders of other blacks annually in the United States. 
Such poppycock only strengthens the resolve of criminals to freely wreak havoc and to fully expect not to pay for their illegal, brutish activities. This is definitely not my father's America. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And thanks so much to Back Ron Edwards for just, I mean, it's always, his his uh, commentary has always seemed to be right on top of it, you know? Yeah. But thanks uh, thanks so much for sending that over. And uh, th- But this program was founded and brought about because of that particular subject. Abortion, and yeah. it shows how easy it is to for Democrats to use issues like abortion, like uh, the, yeah. the, uh, the the unfortunate incident of having to uh, kill somebody in order to maintain law and order. You see how they are on one side of the issue when it comes to. Yeah. what their interest is, and then on the opposite side, on another, like abortion. Right. Abortion kills more black Americans than any disease, any action, anything, yearly. Yeah. Nobody is losing the kind of numbers uh, of, uh, of their populace than black people, and yet and still, Nine out of ten of the black people that I talk to tell me that that's their right to have an abortion. Using the same logic that the Democrats used to protect slavery. uh, A person should have the right to choose to have an abortion. That's the same logic they use to maintain slavery in this country. And they call it systematic. I call it Democrat dominance of the minds of people. Yeah, you know, and and Phil, uh, we hear Black Lives Matter. You know, they care so much about you know oppression and you know uh, police brutality and all this sort of thing. What about the brutality of the abortionist knife? Okay, what about the brutality of the of the medicine bomb scissors and the uh, the, uh, the the suction device to uh, fa- and to facilitate the uh, late term abortion? You know, all you have to do, Phil, to look at where Black Lives Matter really wants is just look at their platform. Two of their planks read that they get rid of the uh, nuclear family, which exactly. means get rid of get rid of the black husband, the black father in the home, and, they and also it. increased access to abortion. Okay, we already have thirty eight percent of the abortions in this country are being performed on women of black women of childbearing age. Phil, what is the, what percentage does Black Lives Matter want? Look at, uh, look at, and look at the census numbers have been declining decade to decade where the black community is involved. That is a direct result of all these terrible negative uh, aspects uh, that are affecting the black community in this country. You have drug abuse, you have black on black crime, you have uh, the absence of the, of the father in the home. Um, all these terrible things in the black home and on, on, on top of that you have Thirty-eight percent of all abortions in this country being performed on black women of childbearing age. The 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 coming extinction of the black demographic in this country is closer than a lot of people think, Phil. And it has got to stop. It has got to stop now. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. The Democrat Party has been able to take these kind of incidents, as tragic as they are, and make it a folly mm-hmm. as far as the concern that they Absolutely. show. I mean, uh, they here it is. At the most, 20 black Americans get killed in a year by the hands of the police. You know, you know. Uh, but, yeah. But uh, you look at the numbers of abortion; it is just absolutely appalling. It is yeah, just now, hard. Now, now that's that's worse. That's worse than the knee of any white cop on a black uh, suspect's neck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if they that's had right. any concern for George Floyd or any of the other people that are killed like that, then how come they have none for the millions of black American babies that are being slaughtered daily? Well, Folks, that's a lot fast. Yes, it did. But that's what we do. And uh, folks, we'll see you next week with the same hard-hitting uh, information, and we got a lot of it. See you next week. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.